we go anywhere with this show, I just want to I want to tell you guys something. I I love you guys. <laughs> I, I love you guys, and no, that that's not the four shots of tequila I had before the show started. That's me telling you uh, I love you guys. Love you, man. Great job, brother. <laughs> There's a lot of love. Maybe it's a California thing. Peace, love. I think California Love is a fairly successful song, but I don't think we can play it because it writes. Leafs with a dominant 6-2 win over L.A. last night at the Staples Center. And just listen to the love. Are guys allowed to say that to each other um, before 2 a.m.? <laughs> on the ice? On the... Absolutely they can. I know Sammy loved it, eh? Yeah. I I saw a good... I forget who tweeted it, but, you know, I saw someone say that that's exactly how the fellows act after exactly one beverage. So it's pretty, <laughs> pretty accurate. I Yeah, I did love it, you know. I love you guys! Yeah. <laughs> I think that's got to be a keeper of a drop. So that's... I I got to ask you guys, have you, I mean, you guys have scored a lot of goals at a lot of different levels of hockey. Have you ever told all the boys on the ice at the same time that you love them? It, I, not for a goal that meant that. very little. Kipper, I can't see you. That, particularly your era, I don't think it was. A... Didn't have to. Because you knew? Because you just knew. Oh, that's deep. Wow. I like they, that. You just knew. I let my love radiate radiate through my <laughs> actions i like that so when a, if a guy's getting out muscled in the corner or he's you know someone's picking on him go in there and help him that's that's true love right there he showed that's, you love with your fist that's that's the love that you need i think it's great it's one of my favorite things it's, about hockey it, and, and sports and teams and all that listen it's november <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't need love in November. I need it in April. You need to show love when you're trying to close out a series in a Stanley Cup playoffs. That's the only ah, love you, you show really... a little no, love no, and appreciation no, no. for the no. boys. Bring it, it in. If it builds to that point, JB, absolutely. But even when when you spoke when, when we heard the guy speak after they they got knocked out in the against the Montreal Canadiens and Jack Campbell was great he he spoke of how much they love each other mm-hmm. and they but it doesn't matter if you don't show that love when it matters the most i'd rather you all hate each other and win <laughs> than love each other and get knocked out in the first round i don't know if we mentioned this that was austin matthews by the way loving up on johnny t um, but if, if 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 it's true building blocks towards that place where you 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 truly battle for each other when you when it's needed the most then absolutely keep it Listen, coming there, there's there's something to what you're saying about you can say i love you as many times as you want to say it but you have to show it with your yep. actions oh, there wow. is there is a bigger message i've heard, that, I've heard that before thank uh, you i'm right. a dinosaur <laughs> i've heard that before um i will say that you, you know, guys are catching on even, you're catching on yeah
I you know I am a Leaf fan. You guys know that. As okay. Kipper likes to say that. Super fan, Sammy. But you know, I've been jaded by the past few years a little bit of Toronto Maple Leafs hockey. And even in my dark, jaded Leaf fan heart, I couldn't even come close to not loving Austin Matthews telling the boys that he loved I, them. I just and Tavares the... saying, oh, good job, brother. Good job, oh, brother. Good job, brother. <laughs> I loved it. I, you're, I just saw your heart grow two it sizes it that did. day. It, it, you know, it really warmed my heart. There's a lot of love. When you... and Winning does that, eh? It's also scoring does that. Mm-hmm. And we know the frustration and Austin... It's crystal clear to Austin every day he's the second highest paid guy in the league. You have to produce. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts. You have to put the puck in the net, and you have to do it at a rate that if it isn't up there with the McDavid's of the world, it's just underneath. He has not got off to a good start. And these guys, and I know I kind of joke around with it a little bit, right? and I'll continue to joke around with it, but... And I was once upon a time a goal scorer in junior. Mm -hmm. You love your cookies. You need your cookies. You are a cookie monster in the league. You need your cookies. I love you guys. Six different cookie monsters last night. That's great. You get JB. goals from Kerfoot, Tavares, Matthews, Engvall, Spezza, Bunting. Like every goal you score keeps the dogs at bay for, you know, I guess us being part of the the dog, the wolf pack on that. But keeps everyone off your back, frees you up a little bit to have some fun. You got it. And, and that's been the struggle at five on five. Yeah, by the way, that, that puts them up to 16th in the NHL in five-on-five five scoring. They were 26th as of yesterday. Just a one one good night. Yeah, it's all it took. And they got two more in California. I I don't really see Friday or Sunday being much different than last night. What shouldn't be? You know, what I saw was a team that was just better than LA. Like, there's this, over the course of an 82-game season, you can't get up for every game like it's the playoffs. You can't pretend everyone matters as much as the next one. Like, sometimes you just fall into the season, into the rhythms of the year. You show up and put your gear on and play the game. And last night, that Toronto Maple Leafs team was just better than LA. Like, all season we've talked about, boy, they're expected goals, and we're going to get in, into some of that stuff in depth. You know, it was not in line with the real goals. Well, last night, Tavares tips one that goes past quick. You know, there's a, a, a one that gets kicked. Your bunting's goal is kicked in off a skate. One finds uh, Matthews after a Tavares wrap. Um, you know, it's just one of those nights where things kind of leveled out for them a little bit. Why don't we do the clip, uh, the Spezza clip on the team having a little bit of fun? Like when you're winning, we'll, we'll tie this all together. Spezza had some commentary on how it's just a little bit more fun when you get those bounces. Yeah, winning is very fun and it makes a fun atmosphere on the room. Uh, it makes the off days fun. It makes practices fun when you're winning. It seems like everybody's, you know, feeling good. So um, that's definitely, I think our team is coming closer together as a group and getting a lot of chemistry through these wins. And it creates a belief that, you know, we're winning close games. You know, we're winning games the right way. Uh, special teams have been good and that's usually details. And I think it, it leads to kind of just a happy group. And, and you want to keep it going. When, you, when you're winning, you really want to try to keep it going because it's hard when you lose a few to kind of get back in the win column. And we know that. We've been there already this year. So uh, we just want to keep the positivity rolling and, and keep focused. I buy all that. He's mm-hmm. 100% right. That uh, And, yeah, we of course, we, we watch various teams now, JB in the league. And, and 
last night, you, you can't even believe that's the same team that came in here two weeks ago, the LA Kings, and and beat the Toronto Maple Leafs soundly. Like that was a that was a bad team last night. The Leafs played, and it's it, it, they still did what they needed to do. And whether you're playing the LA Kings or a top team right now, like uh, uh, a Carolina or a Florida, uh, you still feel good about yourself, and that's what. Spets is talking about right now, but that that LA team, like it's like a Division Two team. If if the Leafs are now in the Premier League, it's a fair point. We've got we've got fifteen twenty of those teams where if Jonathan Quick is not standing on his head to keep him in games, I, I, there's not a ton to be really excited about if you're an LA King fan. I mean, you made the point uh, before we came on air just that the league right now feels like there's how many, would you say, eight to ten teams? Eight to ten. I, I think I would count legitimately that you'd say they're going to be in the mix if they get hot, they stay healthy, they get great goaltending. They're going to be in the mix for a conference final or a Stanley Cup final. Which leaves, you know, 22 to 24 teams that are, you know, not bad, just you know, no, because of the some salary. some of them are bad. Well, some of them are. But, like, everyone's jammed up against this cap that hasn't gone up in years. And, you know, the league has you know, spread the talent out with another expansion team. Like, it does feel like there's some nights. There's just some some thin thin teams, as you put a Premier, a Premier League and a bit of a Division Two feel sometimes. In the EPL, there's the, the big six. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U, uh, Arsenal. Um, who else we got? Tottenham. Tottenham. And one other. Who am I missing? Man City. Yeah. So there's the big six that, they, you know, those are, like, kind of, like, the core teams there that – basically have the chance to win it's like is there a big six in the nhl right now would you put the leafs in the big six you know if uh as of if if you're doing this once a month or once every three weeks you would put the leafs in there right now you'd go florida uh you would go edmonton calgary i think toronto tampa tampa colorado carolina is that six? I think we're at six. Yeah, I think that's six. Is there any... Only Oilers didn't make it in there, right? No, they no, got no, in. I, we oh, got Oilers. Oilers. I didn't yeah. hear you say that. Sorry, yeah. my bad. And then outside of that, St. Louis, couple losses. Uh, they lost to Arizona, and then last night lost to... They were in the mix there for a while team. as one of those... Detroit. Yeah, they're going to be a top team, I think, all season long. And then they falter. Minnesota's on the cusp. Winnipeg's a little bit on the cusp. We didn't say Vegas who I still don't think is that awesome. Uh, Eichel's going to play for them at some point. I think we have to see Eichel come into the new year before we include we, them. We really think that Vegas, once again, will be a premier team in the West. Biggest knock on Boston might be that they've only played 16 hockey games. You know, Leafs have played 21 times now. So Boston, once their winning percentage is up there too. So another team kind of worthy of that uh, that level. So... Now that we're having this conversation, and I didn't really expect necessarily to go here, but I'm, I'm going to ask you guys, are you now convinced that this is an elite team in the NHL? Like, is this really, have they crossed over in the last couple weeks into being an elite oh, team? Oh, gosh. Uh, You're a harder sell than I, I am. Know. I, it is a hard sell for me, but I, I'm not sure if we're capable of truly having elite teams anymore. Uh, in the league, period. In the league. Yeah. And if you ask John Cooper what he thought of the first 20 games of Tampa Bay season, he'll tell you times I really like to throw up. <laughs> he, he's not been happy. Yeah. And he has not considered his hockey club an elite team. And 
big injury, obviously, with Kucherov uh, gone and now Point gone. But you hope that they're going to be a team that's right there when it's all said and done. But I, I don't know. Uh, I, I just I don't think the league's strong enough under this salary cap that you can say this is an elite team. Florida certainly is acting like one right now, but you got to assume there's going to be some hiccups here along the way. Well, it's funny because you ask if the Leafs are an elite team, and I look at this roster and, you know, one injury. David Kampf goes down. Uh, you know, Rasmus Kupari catches him uh, on the blind side. Uh, varying feelings about the hit. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah, I felt like he didn't see him to the last second, but then didn't go out of his way to avoid him. I got no problem you with, didn't, with the hit. No. No. Just think it's totally incidental? Totally. Yeah. I, I just thought last second he maybe could have given, you know, made a better effort at getting out of the way. I don't I don't think he put himself in that position intentionally, but anyway, so now Camp is out and we can talk about that, but like looking at this lineup, how do you say it's an elite team when the next move now is I mean to me you're going to put Richie back in the top 6, Nick Nick Richie top 6 again. Like is that an elite team one injury and that's you yeah. know, it's a I, little thin. I think it's more to Kipper's point about there being no elite teams. And amongst the teams that are yeah. kind of good, the Leafs are elite. Oh, how am I going to word this one? They're elite amongst the kind of good. <laughs> you know? We get what you're trying to there say. There you go. We Thank do. you. We I do. appreciate that, yeah. guys. I really do. Um, and this is this is maxed out. Mm-hmm. We haven't... There's, there's, no, there's no wear and tear. <laughs> there's no challenge. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with camp. But it's usually when it's compounded with another guy and another guy, and now your depth really gets tested. And we've talked about the blue line right now. Is that an elite blue line for you? Well, you know how I feel about the third pair. I don't love the way it plays stylistically. I like Sandine, but not Lilligren as much. Um, but no, no, it's not. If you want a simple answer, no. Yeah. So I think there's 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 a lot of work to do here, and they're in the States now, and you hope they don't get hit. But uh, COVID's still out there. You know, and it's crushed teams like the Islanders, yeah, Come and Ottawa, and those those are th- those are challenges for any team now uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. But the Leafs have been relatively healthy, I think, over the years. Not just you know this year and or last year, but they've maybe it's style of play, but they've never they have not been hit hard like probably three quarters of the league. Yeah, over well, the years. it's worked there. Yeah, they've been pretty healthy for sure. Um, we have a number of uh, of clips that we had talked about getting to today. Do you have a? Do you want to hear Keith on Richie if he's going to be up in the top six? And sure. He's trying to big him up. So let's see what Sheldon has to say about old Nick Richie. It's just it's great for the team. It's great for the camaraderie of the group. You have lots of guys scoring different lines. Um, you know, the guys are really pushing for one there for Nick Ritchie. And I thought actually thought Nick had a. An outstanding game tonight. Did a ton of really good things for us, uh, and, and had some chances. You know, you, you really want to see one fall for him because he certainly deserves it. But um, just some a lot of really good things. A lot of really good things here. And, and to comment on the on the on the road, uh, it was really nice here for me. To, and we've had a little bit of it, but being out here in LA, it was, it was a lot of blue and white in the, in the building tonight. Lots of lots of noise. Lots of Leaf fans. And that was uh, that was terrific to see. And the beep. Yeah, Peeps is there. Peeps is like number one mascot. If I if I'm Carlton the Bear right now, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. I'm yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to lose Beebs my job. He's going to start asking for some for a raise. Got a new mascot. The Beebs is going to have to drive you to, where did he have to drive you, Hamilton? You drove with Carlton the Bear? <laughs> yeah. The Beebs is going to have to drive you. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy had a point. Like, the, the Toronto teams have two of the biggest pop superstars in the world yeah, as, like, like, major supporters. Well, you think... I, I don't know. There's this weird thing that I have with Drake in Toronto that, like, you almost feel like you know him because it's like he's just so ingrained in the Toronto culture and, like, all oh, a bunch of the cultures built around Drake. But, like, internationally, he's one of the biggest super-duper stars in the world. And then Bieber's kind of the same thing. Oh, he's from Stratford. You joke that he's a Canadian guy, but he is massive. Drake loves the Raptors. Biebs clearly loves the Leafs. I think Biebs loves the Leafs more than Drake loves the Raptors. And he's in it. He's in the fight. He's high five and everybody's got all the gear. I love it. I, got, I absolutely love I it. I got no problem with it as long as someone's there to remind them you're not a player. <laughs> well, he had, he had those guys up to the skate play. on Christmas. You can play. You can go and have fun. All-time greatest pitchers, Chris Pronger, smushing Biebs in the corner. And just no one has ever taken more pride in something <laughs> than Pronger. Was that, was that the celebrity game for yeah. the All-Star game or something? But, yeah. yeah. Uh, quickly, just... I, I wanted to say something about the fans and how, because we'll talk about Richie, but before we get to that, I love him talking about the fans in the building. And I had a similar experience, like the LA fans or whatever, they're, you know, it's been around for a long time, but it's it's not the same as being a, a Leaf fan. It's not the same amount of passion. It's not the same relationship. So I went to a game in Tampa uh, probably five or six years ago. Leafs beat them pretty badly. Kessel was scoring. JVR was scoring. It was great. And it was 60% Leaf fans. And the in- intimidation factor of being Canadians, of being, you know, loving hockey. The fans there know that you love hockey more. They know that you know more about it. There's nothing better than that as like a fan of like a original six team or something where you're just like... Just pat them on the head, you yeah, big like, brother. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah like the, the Kings fans know when they're going to that building, these Leaf fans love hockey more than us. They know more about it. And they just kind of have to sit there and be like, oh, well. We just, we just took a beating from a better team, and it just sucks. Those Leaf fans in L.A. had the best time last night. I, I had a Jesus chance Lee. to experience it because of, as a Leaf and a Ranger, and to a certain extent, the Rangers were the same way in the States. Sure. We went to Florida. We went to California. There is a core that follow the Rangers that's bigger than anything out there um, in the NHL. But when it comes to the Leafs, this is the part that drives other players nuts, and then probably their fan base as well it's why the Leafs are 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 hated and that's why they're the biggest you know butt of jokes when they're not doing well is because of that that it factor that you're yeah. talking about Sammy and it's it, like Yankee it's fans, just you know it's it, just and it's it's the jealousy of no matter what we do we'll, we'll never be like that we'll never hit that level I hope that if the Leafs do win a cup somewhere, somewhere along the oh, way, God here, forbid. that Leafs fans just make everyone wear it for oh. all the the pushback and hatred and animosity. Just turn into full Yankees fans, bathe in it. I always. That, oh, go ahead, Rick. I was just going to say, but that's the dream for yeah. players. That's the dream for the fans. Grandpa, yeah, dad, <laughs> son. My biggest fear as a Leaf fan is that when they get it done, remember when the Cubs won, whatever, what was that, 2016, 2017 or whatever, and there was all those videos of, like, the guys in, like, the recliner. Like, oh, my God, they did it. Like, he's, like, got a blankie on. It's like, please, God, give me one before I'm that age. Like, just give me one when I'm standing. Can we attend the oh parade without God. a wheelchair? Okay, can we get uh, uh, Earth to Sammy? Earth to Sammy. Um, 
Yeah, let's get we're, you we're back. We're talking Nick Ritchie here. Let's, let's, Sorry, get, let's get back to uh, off the Stanley Cup Leaf fantasy you got in November. <laughs> okay. It's amazing what 12 and 14 will do for you. <laughs> no kidding, eh? So let's get to uh, Nick Ritchie. And I, for one, uh, I can appreciate, like, the love for Nick Ritchie and how they go out of their way and their and their post-game comments. And even during the game, Austin Matthews, again, mic'd up. We're joking around yeah. with the I love yous at the beginning of the show. But also what was apparent when he was mic'd up is how he wanted to make it abundantly clear on the bench that you were a big part of the Spezza goal mm-hmm. with, with the screen. And it's, it has to be the biggest struggle out of anybody in the league right now. He comes in. There's talk about him playing with Matthews and Marner. And you've gone the first quarter of the season with no goals. Yeah, and I, I can only imagine what that would feel for him. But to have these guys, JB, come constantly tell you that it's okay and you're doing great things, I, I think it's going to go a long way for Nick Ritchie, and I, I think he's going to be a big part of this team still, even when he's not scoring. I, I know you probably – I'm not sure if you feel the same way. I know yeah. earlier you said he may not be here at the end of the year, but I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, I – um I obviously have expressed my skepticism there, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he finds it. You know, I myself had one season in the minors where I didn't score for 20 games and then I scored 30 points in the next 30 games. Like I just, I didn't have anything for 20 games, no points. And then, you know, kind of won all the way through. And sometimes you just find it like you, whether it's line mates or whether it's uh, health or whether, whatever it is, confidence. Sometimes you yeah, just find I, it. I don't think he's going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then what are you? Then what are we talking about? Well, we're just talking about. I think he's just going to be a guy that can fit in every once in a while in short stints, and yeah, maybe he can have a week where he scores two or three goals. Yeah. Um, and you know, either first line temporarily or or more of a third line or fourth line, he's going to be that. Uh, he's going to be in the starting lineup in the first round because he can still bring an element that you don't have. And that has nothing to do with production so let goals. Me ask you this, then. It's just he brings a look and a feel to the team that no one else has, a heaviness, and it is what it is. He is who we think he is. Well, is any of it engagement or is it a, like a genuine IQ, talent, whatever thing that makes him look uninspired some nights? Because like part of me in my head is like, boy, playoffs – Maybe all of a sudden Richie's on and he throws the body around and it's a different Nick Richie. Could it be that more engagement would help him or is it just, just not a guy who has that? No, it's all of the above for sure. What you're, it's an issue and it's a concern okay. and it's the thing that's kept him from being uh, an everyday uh, top six player. We know talent wise, when you're drafted in the top 10, you are a guy that uh, is projected to have a long career as a top six forward. Mm-hmm. And that's not Nick Ritchie, and I don't think it'll ever be Nick Ritchie. But we're talking about a team that is in dire need of a big, heavy winger that can run people over. And they've come to the conclusion that we're, that we're they're just going to nice them to death. What else right? do you do? They are just going to only way to get the most they're, out. They're going to comfort them. They're going to love them, and they're going to accept them for which is great. <laughs> long stretches when he's not engaged. And they're just going to hope like hell that it all comes together in April. But would that – is there part of you guys that if, like, you're playing on this team, you're paid 
what however much money yeah. 200 to like we try the stick before we try the carrot or <laughs> yeah would, wouldn't that kind of get on your nerves a little bit if you're the guy who's struggling and everybody's like oh you're doing great you're doing great and you're like no i'm not doing great like i wouldn't that kind of get couldn't it rub you the wrong way couldn't it go the other way i think after 20 games that 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 attitude probably was didn't Game 11 or 12. The frustration. Yes. Yeah. Now it's pity. And now you it's know? like, <laughs> I can't keep coming to the rink kicking garbage cans either. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's true. You this can't is, be a phony about it. You just got to give him support. This is what's left right now. And here's the beauty for Nick Ritchie. They're winning. Yep. There's, they're, they're, the team's winning, and I don't have to score. Which, again, I don't know if we if we haven't played Jason Spezza but the one thing that I've said earlier in this season was the real acceptance of some guys in roles. And a guy like Wayne Simmons, to me, was playing like a guy that was temporarily on the fourth line thinking he's going to get back on the first line. And it's like, no, you need to act like a fourth-line winger who plays eight, nine, or ten minutes, and that's your role. And I think they're starting to figure it out. Just listen to Jason Spezza talk about it. Yeah, Simmer's been great all year. I think uh, the injury last year derailed him a little bit, but I think he's uh, he put a lot of work in this summer. He's you know been very diligent throughout the season. I think you know we're both in a different role now, and it takes some adapting. Uh, you know, it's it's important that you, we don't judge ourselves on production, and I think Simmer's learning that, and, and his game has been really good lately. Um, you know, we talk. I think it helps. You know, we've talked a lot. We talk a lot in practice. Practice is an important time for us to to work on our game and to get our structure and. Uh, you know, we like seeing the puck on in that, obviously, but when you're winning games the way we are and we're, you know, giving good shifts, that's, you know, that's our role. So I think it's important not to judge yourself on numbers when you get to, you know, that position that we're in. And, and Simmer's done a great job, and he's brought tremendous energy for us. See, is not only talking about Simmons. He's talking about himself, too. Oh, I hear a public right? service announcement. Don't judge me on my points. A hundred percent. And it's not an easy thing for a guy like Jason Spezza, even at his age. Yeah. You got to remember, like a Jason Spezza, a Tavares, a McDavid, these guys, from the moment they put on skates and played with their little Toronto Marlies. Single were, greatest player on every rink. Every rink. Top score, every team, every year. All the minutes. All, all the, the minutes. All of it. All of the attention. And listen, Jason, don't kid yourself. He still loves his cookies. We saw it last night. I the love big that slapper. Oh, I love yeah, that's, that. That's the guy. <laughs> we got to tighten up that drop so it's not this, uh, Derek, the third cookie. Derek was a little slow out of the gate. Now he's got the cookie monster trigger finger right now. But he loves his goals. He loves yeah, the, course. you know, the little Selly and, and all of that. It's who he's been. It's it's hard for a guy like that to go and say, uh, I may not score in the next 15 or 20 games. But boy, am I getting that puck deep. Right? Boy, am I changing, going I'm the not, right way. I'm not turning it over. And, you know, there's still a tendency for Wayne Simmons and even Jason for that that first line toe drag and Simmons had a great toe drag uh, last oh, night. Nasty, nasty. Gave uh, Sammy Boy's uh, Engville buddy uh, uh, Engville, what a uh, what a, so a talented a, finish. a soccer net to score into. All, all three of us could have tucked that one home. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God Engville did. Yeah, but that's not really a, a fourth line 
kind of move. But it's kind of a thing that Dubas wants. Everyone to be able to make a sneaky play here and there, right? Yeah, okay. Part, uh, All right. You know, you remember remember the Travis Dermott sneaky 360 in Montreal <laughs> yeah, in I April? Did. Yeah. That didn't, didn't like started that. The, the comeback for Montreal? <laughs> Nah, not not in love with the little sneaky toe drag. You'll pass on the Wayne Simmons toe drag in favor I, in, of... In April, not really sure the yeah. toe drag is the right move. Well, let the boys for, get their cookies for in an November. Eight, for an eight to ten minute, you know, guy. Yeah. What about uh, Alex Galchenyuk overtime saucer across the, the blue line in right. overtime? He had him. How about there that? wasn't that oh, guy yeah. in red. He had him. It was a great So luck. you traded for him. You put him in the minors. You develop him. You bring him along. Oh, you pat him on the we back. We don't need to do this. <laughs> and then that's Dude, what we happens. We don't need to do this and right now. No, but that's what happens. Yeah. So it's great, but what Jason's talking about is real. That when you're in that role and that is your job as a as an eight minute guy, and you can go out there and create energy and uh, hit a, f- a four check and all of that, that, that's that's what's really needed, especially in April. Can we talk about the clapper now about how Jason Spezza is the last person from the year 2002 to just be winding up with ceiling scraping slap shots? You know why that goes in? Because no goalie believes a player's just taken a slap shot, just a good old slapper. Two of those this year. Yeah, and I mean, that one, Matthews was talking about on the bench, telling him how nasty it was. He had the best angle for it. He was all fired up about it. But that one was particularly sick. You know what I said I said to you before the show that I love is like when you think about golf, you really hammer one, you pull it. He's got to push that above the glove, and he still yeah. gets that much heat on it. And then what did Kipper say to that one? Yeah, I mean, you haven't mentioned How the, many deep block you, OB you, before you that? You haven't mentioned the 20 he's taken before that that ended up uh, in the woods or yeah. shanked or pulled. Yeah. Or... Boy, is it pretty when I wear That's me on 17 being like, that was straight down the middle, boys, right. after yanking in the woods all day. I'll take my Terry David Mulligan right now. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we pull out the, uh, the, the Sheldon Keefe on that second power play unit in the Spezza goal clip? Let's do that one. Yeah, he he takes it. I mean, he knows that's a big part of what he brings to our team, and he takes it very serious. He takes ownership of that unit. Uh, you know, coming downhill and in, in that shot is you know a bit of a signature shot for him. It's nice to see it go in here today. Uh, you know, I also I talked to he and he and Nick Ritchie were sitting beside each other in the room there tonight after the game, so I chatted with them, and and uh, he was quick to point out the the value of the screen uh, by Nick Ritchie there. It was really textbook stuff and how he crossed through the eyes just at the right moment uh, for that shot and and it's perfectly placed so the goalie can't see it, it's going to get in. So real nice uh, sequence there all the way through right from the faceoff. Ritchie helps us win the draw by stepping in, goes up and around and Ingvall gets through pressure, comes back around to Spez and it's in. So it's a really nice job by that whole unit. But to Sammy's point... They're barred for the rest of the road trip to talk Nick Ritchie. No one can They've say got, another they, good That's thing. enough love, right? Yeah, I mean, that's there's two times unprompted in a five-minute press conference for Sheldon Keefe, which is short for him. That's like half the time he usually talks after a game. But two times completely unprompted. No one asks him about Nick Ritchie, and he brings it up talking about how great Nick Ritchie is. I'm going to give you guys the list of uh, Leafs forwards last night who weren't on for a five-on-five five goal last night. I, oh, David Kampf, Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie, I oh, sorry, Camper had a ten seconds ice time. Yeah, so just throw, and it's unrelated. To he any will of this. score. I mean, uh, <laughs> what if he doesn't? He had a chance, dying seconds. The puck was sitting in the blue paint, and he was sitting there, and he nubbed it, and it fluttered Listen, on the. It was the bad. guys are aware of it. Kasha oh. tries to set him up. I mean, it's 
it's good they're to see. Now. Yeah, they're they're looking they for. They must him. love the guy. Honestly, like if this guy was a total whatever, no one would talk about him like this. Like you've had that guy on your team, Kipper, where you're like, oh, I think I was the guy. <laughs> you're going through a slump, and everyone's like, get that dog out of here. But no, they they seem to love the guy. So, I mean, full full credit to him for that. He's he's clearly well liked and working hard and doing everything. So should we assume for. that uh, camp's out for ten days, two weeks with what? Really looks like uh, concussion, head trauma. Also looked whatever. like he fell funny, right? It, Shoulder, wrist. What was going like, on there? He kind of looked like he was in trouble. You know, yeah. when he when he first went down there, and you never like to see the guy when he kind of like thinks about getting up, and then he doesn't really have his. But he also kind of, like you said, got twisted up a bit. Kind of fell weird on his shoulder too, so it could be a little combo. They took him out for precautionary reasons last night, whatever that means. But I would be surprised if we see him for the, so, in the next couple. The most natural thing, I think, is to move Kerfoot down there, but I'm not convinced I like him at center in a limited role. So much better on wing. With, so much better. Without uh, – he he's a, he's a speed demon. He is. He can, he can create with the big boys just from his speed alone. I don't know if that's, if that's third-line center material. What about Wild Bill? You put old Nylander back at center. He played uh, oh. played center in his Marley's days. Well, listen, you got to find something to do here. You know, I, I think the answer is that it will be Kerfoot. Uh, Kirill Semyonov is an option for them at center. But I think ideally you'd like to get Kyle Clifford in the lineup. So you're probably looking at Cliffy Spezza Simmons as a fourth line, which I love. Me too. And then you probably have Cam or sorry Kerfoot with uh, Kasha and Richie or Kerfoot with Kasha and. You know, I, I don't know. I guess Richie's still the best fit for me there. So Spezza. Yeah, if you don't want, well, someone's got to play center down there, unless it's Semyonov. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, they they got some juggling to do. Mikheyev not too far away, but but, they, um, but they've got now. You know, they've got they've banked so many points on this like little stretch. If they're gonna yeah. lose camp for a stretch here, and that right now probably is the best time, as opposed to you know later in the season when things tighten up a little bit. You need that real defensive. I mean. Like, God love the guy, but they, they, they didn't look like they, they missed him a whole lot last night, you know? Like, they're still snapping it around, looking pretty good. So they're, they're rolling well, so I think it's a good time to, you know, it's not a good time to lose a guy, but if there's ever a time where you're kind of okay with it, right now would be it. Uh, two things we have, uh, have to do. One of them, Sammy, is do uh, a read for tickets. Do you want to uh, volunteer oh, yeah. that up? You're so, you're, wow. It's almost like you should be producing the show. Well, you know, I Sammy gets so excited. That he forgets to do his job. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, I was talking about the least one in the cop. I got all flustered. <laughs> this has been a lot of rainbows and butterflies today. Oh, God. I'm such an idiot. All right. Leaf fans, we're giving, a, giving away a pair of tickets to the December 1st game between the Leafs and Avs. Good one. Avs are red hot. All you have to do is download today and Friday's episode of Real Kipper and Born and listen for different code words that will be placed in the podcast. Then, text the code word to 59590, and you'll be entered for a chance to win. Each code word counts as an entry, and the winner will be selected on Monday, November 29th. So, what are you, you just going to randomly say, like, the code so, word at like, some point? Can we, do, can we do, like, uh, like, like, really cryptid, like, code words? No, I've already recorded the code words. Oh, okay. You're so, you can't use, like, later. Will Ferrell movie <laughs> references? No. 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 You can't do that, no. I already know what it, what, what it is, and it's... Hey, Pretty generic. <laughs> the meatloaf. Don't 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 say that it's generic because then people will just be texting in stupid yeah, you know, fair things. Enough. You know. 
They're very non-generic. You'd never think of it. The word is Thanksgiving. It's American Thanksgiving, by the way. Oh yeah, whale's vagina. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Already? We're gonna find out. Is that allowed? I don't know if that's allowed. Derek's rubbing his face, so I don't know if that's allowed. Uh, I think I, think I heard it in a well. Uh, if, if that wasn't the code word, it should be now. What, what, what movie is that from? Anchorman. Anchorman. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. If it was not Will Ferrell and it was just a totally <laughs> random reference otherwise, that would have been something. <laughs> okay, we'll just stick to, like, uh, hockey words. <laughs> yeah, that's probably safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys call me. Oh, okay. Well, I love you guys. Good job, brother. Out of way, we, brother. We're going to... Um, Think about maybe uh, giving Jack Campbell another rest on Friday, or is that uh... no? I've been saying it. It's it's Wall. Oh, yeah. it is. Oh yeah. Oh, is it? Is it? No. Nope. They it, made an announcement yet? No, they haven't. But I am. I'm announcing yes. it right now that Joseph Wall starts Friday night. They're they're going so good right now. You know what? It's Friday night in Los Angeles. Sorry, that wherever they are uh, tomorrow. Yeah, let, let uh, Jack go out, have a couple of pops on the pier somewhere, enjoy himself. I don't know. Sounds fun to me. You know. Just quickly before we had to break, and we just got a good text uh, that's kind of, you know what, we'll, you know, like I was talking about them not missing camp or whatever, and they're snapping around. PK will miss camp. If he's out for yeah. a long period of time, that's, you know, that's some uh, a spot that they'll kind of, I mean, they got options. They got guys that have been good, doing a good job, but I, I feel like that spot may be a spot that will struggle a little bit without camp because he's been unbelievable for them there. A good point. A good point for sure. Uh, Kipper, you guys do a Yankee thanky at your house after your years in the U.S. playing hockey. You got any ties? I uh, Greek turkey? What, uh, do, what do the Greeks do? Oh, no, we're all about the turkey. Straight up. Yeah, okay. straight up. And I loved playing majority of my career in the U.S. because I double-dipped that Canadian and American yeah. thing. It was fantastic. It's the best holiday in North America is American Thanksgiving. Sammy, you're uh, honoring the, the holiday, I believe, today? Correct. After this, I'm going to a good friend's house to have some turkey and some fun. And, and you some... do that every year. We did do that every year. Yeah, we didn't do yeah. it last year because, you know. How about you hosting, <laughs> cheap bastard? <laughs> I'm taking a bottle of wine. <laughs> we always did at our house. You know, my wife is uh, New York, born and raised, to so do Yankee Thank You at the Bourne's house. All the friends come over and get a little, uh, well, little involved. It's been a good time in the I, past. So. I, I will say that this is the time that I'm very jealous of Americans. This week, oh, they just, do it right. This this week just seems so fun. Yeah. You know, like the Wednesday night Biggest is like party day of the year. You go the out, go out. The Thursday, you're hanging out with your family, watching. A horrific football game here with yeah. the with the and then they they ruin it with the Detroit Lions though yeah. every year. <laughs> it's so true. It's like like a why why that team Lions. every year and not to give score updates here, but they just went down and the Bears are about to kick a game winning field goal after oh, the Lions have been leading to crush them to, to send them to be oh uh, ten and one here. So. All right, good good way to leave the break. <laughs> we'll tell you what happens. Little tease. After the break, we also got Gord Stellick later on in the show, uh, host and insider on uh, Host of Leaf Nation on the Fan 590 Sportsnet. And Eric Francis, he'll give us his thoughts on the Battle of Alberta and where that's going, JB. And we're going to tell everyone what we're thankful for. We are, we're going to lean into the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, and this is why we pay... Sammy, the big bucks. Producing great segments like... I can't, like, to come pick, on. To pick the low-hanging fruit, how baby? Could, how could yeah. you ever think of that, Sammy? I, I've never heard any radio do that. <laughs> See, no, I've never heard well, it. I, got, I can't believe we got Kipper to agree to it. I don't think this would have happened in, back in Kipper's... 
Prime. I got a lot of thinking to do <laughs> in the commercial break here. But we're back with all of this and more on Real Kipper and Born, Sportsnet 590, The Bank.